Hello, and welcome to another episode of CKX Questions. My name is Alexander Dirksen, and I'm the program director at CKX. This final episode for season one is one of reflection. We turn the microphone back on ourselves and look on the year that was and what it means to be exploring the question, how do we embody the just futures we strive for, both through the work and through this podcast. I'm joined for this conversation by CKX's managing director, Lee Rose, and CKX's director of strategic learning and practice, Kelsey Spitz-Dietrich. To reflect together, each member of the CKX team posed a question. Kelsey opens by inviting us to speak to our approach to program development. What reflections do we each have about our pace and approach to program development this year? I think a lot about pace in this work. I think there's a really delicate balance, particularly in light of some of the challenges that we're facing. There's a balance between stepping up into and meeting that urgency uh, while doing it in a way that feels grounded, that feels connected to each other, that feels human. For me, this past year at, at CKX has really been about really leaning into that, that question of pacing and, and finding that balance. And this year has been a good reminder of how a thoughtful, intentional pacing can really bring out and create the space for uh, really deep relationship building, deeper understanding between folks that are doing work together. For me, the, the pacing piece is, is, really, is really important. And I think as, as a space, as a sector, we need to become more comfortable with a pace that matches the pace of our lives and the pace of that connection and of that, those conversations. And the most thoughtful and the, the most meaningful responses are going to come from us taking the time that we need to do it well. Yeah, my biggest reflection is whose pace and how do we, you know, how do we loop off of that pace sometimes? There were a few times this year, you know, we're really intentionally thought I was going down a certain path and then made a deliberate effort or intention to slow down and really pause. You know, I found myself sometimes running full steam ahead and then realizing, wait, I don't even know where I'm going or feeling like I didn't know where I was going. But then the moments of clarity of pausing, slowing down and just being really intentional um, about where we are in presencing and sort of landing has, has been really grounding and really um, affirming for me in terms of, of that approach. Thank you, Lee. Thank you for that reflection. I've been reminded at the end of the year that reflection and learning are action. They are action when they integrate into our practice. And that is something we both value and have been trying to center in our work. And it's also something we value and are trying to center in our programs. And that sets a pace and that sets an approach to how we have actually gone about program development. And I'm grateful that we have engaged fully in it because it's really hard and it takes a lot of time and it can only happen in relationship. It's entirely about our relationship to ourselves and our bodies, our relationship to the earth and the land and our histories on the land, our relationship to each other, our relationship to 
the structures were positioned and the systems were positioned and that particularly for our team advantage us exponentially. And then to try and use the experience of that to also inform and be aware of the importance of relationship, relationality, and power and leadership in our programs. So just this complete constant embodying and practicing, embodying and practicing, learning, embodying and practicing has been a pattern, a rhythm that uh, has, I think, really been a major part of this year. We then turned our focus to a two-part question asked by Lee on one key learning and one key question from the past year. Kelsey responds first with an insight related to her practice as a black belt in karate. For context, when she talks about a dojo, she's describing the training space for karate. Dojo means place of the way. What is one personal insight, learning, or reflection that you have um, from our time together over the past year? One personal insight, and there have been so many, One that has struck me deeply in the last couple of days has been around cycles, around cycles of learning, that you learn something and you know something or you intuit something and then you step into a deeper learning and you wonder and you reflect on it, you question it and you explore more and you take the time to ask and learn from others. And sometimes that journey of critical reflection actually brings you back to the beginning again. I've had an intuition for the last year, it's perceived last the last year, that that there's something about training, that there is a parallel between the dojo and the deep, deep, deep kind of practice that we are so hopeful to embolden and see more of to achieve real, real culture shift. And I, I, it, it made sense to me just in my gut and in my soul. And then I wanted to understand it more and I wanted to see where else it resonated and I wanted to find out who else was practicing and thinking that way and who else had an offering to help me kind of ground that intuition in, with rigor that there is something about deep, rigorous practice over and over again in community until we can bring something into our, it becomes natural to us. We bring it into ourselves. And around that time as well, as a team, we read Emergent Strategy together. And then, uh, you know, time goes by and I go on this inquiry and I cycle back this week listening to Adrian Murray Brown's podcast with Autumn Brown about how to survive the end of the world. And Adrian is talking about leadership and says that something, there's an arousal for me, Adrian says, when I'm around a dojo and people in there just keep rigorously practicing the same moves until you master them, until they come naturally to you. And when I heard that in this podcast in the last week, I wanted to, to call Adrian and Autumn up and say, yes, thank you so much for the gift of affirmation, I guess. And I, I don't think that's quite right, but I'll, I'll try to, it's approximate. 
And, and not even just until it comes naturally to you, though, what happens in a dojo is you practice together in community until the lesson and the motion are actually embedded in your soul. Like, that's what you're doing. And I didn't have the articulation for that until I heard Adrian say it in the way she did and felt so excited that that's an important part of practice and that, that one of the ways forward is to practice over and over and over in community, practice over and over and over again a different way until it becomes not just natural to us, but embedded in our soul. And so the cycle, I, I just, I had the gift of going through a cycle uh, over the last year that brought a learning home again and rewelcomed it. And, and I just feel so much joy and gratitude for that. And also the power of knowing it's a way in which I want to serve and, and must serve to continue to create and resource opportunities for people to do that, for people to practice together in community until the way we want to be in this world is becomes embedded in our souls. I think for me, I've been reflecting a lot on what it means to shift from intention to action. I think a lot about this shift from intention to action, because I think it's the place that we find ourselves in, in so many ways, whether it be as a, as a country, whether it's as a, as a global community that's trying to radically reshape how we exist with each other and, and with the territories upon which we live in the midst of a climate crisis. I think we are on many fronts in a place where we are getting better, more, more nimble, more adept at articulating what, what we need to do and what we need to change, how we need to show up differently. I think uh, in many spaces we're, we're quite good at the intellectualizing <laughs> of, of what needs to change. But the, the real difficult work comes in that place, in that space between intention and action. And I think that space between those two things, between intention and action, has been where, where CKX has been sitting in this, in this past year. And, and there's been a lot of, I think, rich learnings and insights that have come from, from being in that space. Now, I think it's, it's reaffirmed for me the, the importance of just centering, centering accountability and, and in that accountability, being really clear about to whom you're being accountable, which accountabilities are paramount, which ones are, are centered, who are you both listening to and looking to in terms of ensuring that you are taking the right and appropriate and respectful steps. It's reaffirmed for me the importance of of transparency in that, of, of making it very clear what your intentions are, of doing your very best to understand and articulate where you are in relation to what you're working on and being comfortable with acknowledging and speaking to where that position is and, and also where where those those gaps or, or blind spots may be. And reaffirmed for me just the importance of just a real unwavering commitment when you are between those two spaces to moving ever closer to, to action. It's an easier place to sit in when you are sitting in intention. It is much more difficult when you are trying to move towards action. 
something that's become quite clear to me that over the past year is the importance of, of a team and being really intentional. I think in our case, especially because we are a virtual team, that there's an intention about the way that, that we communicate, that we show up and that we work together in a way that I, I think I took for granted, you know, when I started out the year and just sort of the way that things would work. And I think that that's a key insider learning for me too. It's just the real intentionality of, of, of what it means to be a team. I think an openness to that and a realization of the importance of that, that that doesn't happen by accident. And that there's a real spirit of intention in terms of how, how we show up and how we count on each other. And I loved your reflection on accountability and how are we accountable to each other as a team? What is a question you're still holding or keen to explore as we move forward together next year? A question I'm holding is how do we meaningfully honor contributions to this work, uh, this work being any work to be moving us towards just futures? The question I'm, I'm sitting with is how do we not lose sight of love in this work? And how do we make sure that love shows up in the work that we're doing and in the change that we want to see? I want to take my question, actually, if I may, from uh, someone I follow on Instagram um, and I know from school, who's a real inspiration for me, Madame Gandhi, an incredible artist, feminist teacher. And Madame Gandhi asked recently, what if we led from our femme, no matter our gender identity? and derived our power from emotional intelligence, collaboration, and kindness. I have been trying to articulate that question for weeks now, and all of a sudden it was there, not only being asked, but lived uh, by someone I deeply admire. So I'll hold that as my question for next year. Lastly, we close with my question about CKX questions itself. What are some of your personal reflections on the first season of CKX Questions? How has it shaped or shifted your reflections on the question, how do we embody the just futures we strive for? I can share one of my, my early reflections that I think I still hold, and it comes back at the, the very beginning of the first episode when we were uh, in the conversation we had with, um, with Aslam. And I remember writing this down in my notebook when I was listening to it, and it was the, this idea of, you know, moving from allyship to friendship. And in the work of, of change work, a lot of our work is, there's a lot of war metaphors and, you know, colonial metaphors and like divide and conquer. Or we have allies. And we're very violent. This beautiful reflection that Aslam shared about we need friendship. And what does it look like to move together and to move forward in friendship? I have so much gratitude for season one. Everybody who has engaged uh, in season one is, is embodying just futures. The depth and breadth of action in community and movement, the call to learn from it and practice more. What it means to want to amplify ways of embodying just futures, which means challenging the status quo. And I actually have the, the resource list is like, grow and grow and grow because there is just already so much. And while we might be for us, it might be like, oh, what a cool new resource, what a cool new resource, what a cool new resource. It's already there. It's there. It's happening. 
our contribution, our role has to just be to keep amplifying it, to keep holding it up, to keep finding out what we're not attuned to and attuned to it. The journey of the first season of CKX Questions has been a really meaningful one. I think just throughout the season and I've had you know the real privilege to be just sitting down in dialogue with some some really incredible folks and throughout all of those conversations I'm just obviously struck by the continued power of dialogue of of being in conversation with one another but was also just struck by by just the generosity of folks the generosity of of time of spirit of of sharing of of knowledge and wisdom and perspectives it's a real gift and it's it's not something i take lightly the ability to be in dialogue and and with many of the folks in this first season also just privileged to be in relationship and in friendship with them whenever i i think bleak thoughts about the future whether it be this climate crisis that we're in increased polarization whatever it might be i bring myself back to these conversations the the kinds of conversations that we've had on this first season of ckx questions and I'm reminded that it's those connections, those conversations that is going to light a path forward. And it's all of those individuals coming together in relationship and talking through and working through together, even small aspects of some of these challenges we're facing. And I take great comfort in that. And I'm just really, really happy to see these conversations out in the world where they're hopefully starting other conversations. And I'm excited to keep those conversations going uh, in season two as well. On behalf of the entire team at CKX, I want to take a moment to acknowledge all those who made this first season of CKX Questions possible. Firstly, I want to thank all of our guests, Aslan Bubulia, Alexa Conradi, Maya Menezes, and Edgar Villanueva. I want to thank my colleagues, Lee and Kelsey at CKX, for all their contributions to the CKX Questions platform and podcast. Lastly, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for being a part of these conversations with us this season. CKX Questions is a podcast from CKX, Community Knowledge Exchange. The intro and outro music for CKX Questions is the song Good Vibes from Broken Parts' self-titled album. Be sure to check out the link in the show notes to support their amazing work. Stay tuned in early 2020 for the launch of season two, where we'll continue to explore the question, how do we embody the just futures we strive for? Until then, take care and let's take care of each other.